All right, Case, it's Rosa. I am back. Another episode, Rosa's Risky Rotation. When I tell you, whoo, we got the queen with us today, Jasmine Sullivan. Hello. Hey. How are you? How you doing? I lo- Look at you glowing, sis. Look at the lashes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I've been working all day, so that's you why I got amazing. Um, can I just say, I have been a fan of you since... Since 2015, girl. Like I am, I'm here. I don't even know if this is an interview or I'm just here to give you your flowers. <laughs> oh, thank you. I mean, I remember need you bad to, you know, holding you down the Grammys. Then you take a break, you come back, you give us reality show, and it all kinds of leads to this full circle moment of the hotels. Mm-hmm. And in a time where I feel like music is being consumed in such a weird way, so fast, so quick you were able to do something so special and give us a timeless piece. And sis, this an EP, this ain't even an album. <laughs> this ain't even an album, let them know. <laughs> uh, you, how are you able to be so honest? Because this, this, this EP, that's what we're calling it, uh, it's vulnerable, it's sexy, it's raw, it's, it makes you think, it's emotional, it's you living in your truth, it's you being vulnerable. How were you able to get to this point? Um, I definitely think I've grown to this point from the time I started till now. I've really grown up. I mean, I was a kid. I was like 21 when I first um, came on the scene. Um, and now I'm 33. So you realize when you go through that long of a span that, you know, you change and hopefully you grow and you learn some things. And I definitely feel like that's just what naturally came out. And, um, you know, including the tales on this was special to me because that's, that's another thing that happens organically are these moments when I, that I have with my girlfriends that I've been having since we were in high school. And I just wanted to share that the knowledge that we, you know, give to each other and the support that we give to each other and the way we just kind of, you know, just release everything that's going on with ourselves. So it's just real life. You were able to do this thing, which is so beautiful. You captured the moment so beautifully of you explained raw, real things. You know, you talk about, um, you know, Antoinette's tale when you start with empowering women. And then you have Ari's where in a way she feels powerless over a man. And then Donna, how plays into the role of women do use sex as power. We do kind of play into that societal role. And then, I mean, God bless Rashida, the the loss of somebody who you know you did that to. And then Precious talking about the price tag. You were able to talk about these, like, really honest things in such a playful, fun, fun way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I owe that all to everybody who participated in this. They were all my some of my best friends, my family members. Um, And I feel like the tales were the meat of the project because... That's just where all the lessons were, all the, the vulnerability. And and um, I'm so glad that they decided to help me to put this out um, because it's one thing to tell these stories to your friends in private. It's another thing to put it on record and for other people to hear and, you know, be able to judge and, and give their opinion about the personal things that you go through. But because they were down, they, they helped to make this um, even bigger than music, like this, this is a movement because I feel like these are stories that we often don't get to talk about, but that we all go through. And yes, there's humor in it. It's funny. It's funny to be digmatized. It's funny, you know, to, to go through certain things. And especially when you get older and you can kind of look out at the picture, because it's a lot of things that I dealt with in the moment when I was younger that wasn't funny. Now I look back at it like, girl, you were so stupid. 
even thinking about that man like that. So it's about perspective. That sticks out to you. Like, is like, you know, a lot of people's favorite, by the way, I, uh, I, I love Ari. Is there one that sticks out to you? And, and, uh, this interview is giving me a lot of credit to my sisters. You know, I have two younger sisters and I'm, I'm never cool, but when I said <laughs> I saw Jasmine Sullivan on the show, I girl, my clout just raised up a little <laughs> bit. And the number one thing they wanted me to ask you was, um, What's one that you that's your favorite? And are we gonna get a Issa Rae hotel? Okay, one that's my favorite. It goes back and forth. Right now, I feel like it's Precious because I just love the power that Precious possess. I just feel like you know a lot of women are scared to ask for certain things. Like we're so used to taking care of ourselves and our kids and the world and everybody that we're scared to be, to make demands and I feel like Precious was like listen this is what I want and this is what I'm going to get and I'm not getting nothing less so I love that confidence about her about Issa man we are definitely in talks now I actually have to respond to her text um and I love Issa so like everybody please pray that we can get this together because we're trying to get our schedules um together but She's a creative. We we have been loving each other's work for years, so we are going to try really hard to to get this project. I also love, by the way, that uh, that insecure record with Bryson Tiller. So thank you. Thank for that. you. Um, the album starts with a uh, with, with bodies, and you're kind of you know checking yourself, and then mm -hmm. you know you've given us over the years, you know. Um, all kinds of, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, lions, tigers, bears. You, you've given us a uh, hood love, and then on this this project, look at me trying to call it an album. Ah. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> oh, look at me. I said, oop, oop, oop. People can call it whatever they want. <laughs> it's just so crazy because I already know this album about to look crazy when it comes. Um, <laughs> on on this project, you gave us two breakups, and I want to talk about them because you give us the uh, the get out of your feelings, you know, and then you give us lost one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't get it. I can't. I have to skip that song because um, I will cry in the gym. I will cry at work. Oh, man. <laughs> and you did this. You have this beautiful thing of you sound incredible when we get the project, and then you sound even better live. Thank and, you. And you were able to um, drop it with the acoustic in a way, like literally right back to back. And uh, I listen to it every single morning. So thank you for Lost One. I want to know um, what like your healing process is when it comes to love or trauma, because this project is, it seems like you're healed or still healing. Um, definitely time. Um, definitely God and definitely the support of my girlfriends really like these tales are nothing to me because this, I've been, um, with the same crew, what, what have you, since I was 14, 15. Like, we literally grew up together. So they know everything about me. I know everything about them. And they really feed my soul. So, like, I can't imagine my life without a group of women around me. And that's why this project for me was so important. Because I'm just like, you are. you will be a better woman if you have a group of great women surrounding you. Like, they have really just spoken to me. They told me when I was wrong. They lifted me up when I needed. And um, that's a big part of uh, my healing. Um, can we say at the same time what our Zodiac signs are, by the way? Because I want to get into a, I don't think that, uh, I, I, I see a slight bit of a, all right, ready? Three, two, one. Aries. Aries. Okay. <laughs> what did you do, Sade? And uh, I, want, I wanted to say that because I think we as, uh, I think sometimes as we get older, 
um, we fall in love with the artist and you, you match the music with it. But really, uh, I love this, this project because it makes us, as we listen, have no other option but to live in our truth. And I think you live in your truth as you are on this project. But can I, uh, can I say, um, is there a slight bit of toxicity in Lost One? Because... Definitely. I mean, that the the song is full of toxicity. Um, like I said, listen, I feel like to get to the other side, you have to have some kind of self-reflection and you have to be able to check yourself. So a lot of the times in my songs, I feel like I have to get in order to, to get to a place of healing and get to a place where you grow from it. You have to go through the point where you are looking at yourself and looking inward and, and being real with yourself. And so, you know, on lost ones, I do that on bodies where I'm like, bitch, get it together, bitch. Like, get it. Like, you acting up. You have to do that. Otherwise, you can't get to a place where you're fully healed if you don't check yourself first. Oh, uh, we all. Like, I, I was the first to send it to my ex, like, haha, do you like this song? Like, go have fun. But but not too much fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, I, I love, like I said, the it wasn't it was the, not even a tiny desk. You just dropped the acoustic. And I just want to, I just want to say real quick, I want to give you your flowers for, I remember like the NPR desk you did a while ago in New Orleans and you're saying <laughs> Supergirl, I love that. So to see you back and uh, this is my favorite song we're about to talk about uh, girl like me, Look, I can't even get it. It's, <laughs> it's a timeless, incredible, beautiful song. I think you got one of, in my opinion, our generations, one of the best R and B vocalists, her on there. Yes. Um, and you kind of play into this role where you say, yeah, like women are rewarded nowadays in our society for being over-sexualized. They get the mm -hmm. job, they get the, the jobs, they're getting the trip. And uh, you you sang to us, girl. You, you I want to be what you're going to make a whole lot of. I'm out. Come on. We needed that. Um, thank you. Just thank you. Thank you. Um, when you went and did that uh, live performance with her, how did that come about? And you, and even at the end, y'all did a little riff raff. You brought the guitarist back in. You even shook that ass a little bit. <laughs> Man, her is amazing. Like she literally just pulled up. She was super chill. We had to do like all the setting up and stuff like that. She was just like chilling, waiting for us to get finished. It was no superstar like attitude or anything like that. And I love that she's so humble. Yeah, she's so like she's such a huge artist and. Um, you know, she does so much and she's so amazing, but she still can kind of like, you know, play her part and play her position. And it just made it um, just, it, it made me just love her even more experiencing that with her. And then when we sang, it was like, it was yeah. no rehearsal. It was just like, let's just vibe because I, I respect her as an artist herself. And I think she respects me too. So it was like, let's just go do what we do. And, and that's, exactly what it was um you guys even like i just like mashallah your voice is so beautiful like speechless jasmine speechless and it gets better over time and uh what is your relationship like with with uh the world and the music industry because you were here and then you get nominated for a billion grammys and then you dip out right after that where somebody could think it's the pinnacle of the career and then you come back and you kind of disappear and and what is your relationship like with it, with the record labels, with even like this song, Girls Like Me, you were able to capture this honest, vulnerable moment of, hey, listen, guys, I'm not like you. So like, I'm here though, you know? I mean, I don't have an issue with the music industry um, as a whole. 
everything that I deal with is pretty much personal. So if I feel like I need to take a break, it's not because the industry has gotten so bad that I can't handle it. I feel like I've, I know what the industry is. I know what to expect. I've, I've known it for a long time because I've been singing for a long time. So I don't expect anything more or less from the industry and what they give. So they don't really affect me like that. A lot of my time off is due to me feeling like I need some time off. And then I just, I'm so normal and so regular. I just like, I really be in my own world and like just living my life. So uh, congratulations. Just because they told me don't cuss, but you were a bad bitch. We love it. <laughs> Thank we, you. We, we love to see it, especially seeing you all the way from 2008 to now. Um, when it comes to you and your career, you've worked with some of the greats. I mean, Mary J. Blige, you know, like she's, you said she's, she's still calling you talking about, Hey, can you do this for me? That's amazing. And you even, uh, Missy Elliott was one of, one of the first people you collab with. And, and I know Frank Ocean and you even went on tour with Neo and all that. So how have those kind of greats influenced or stylistically changed your music? Because you are an R&B singer, but then you give us this beautiful Motown vibe. And then you give us like a, a little bit of kind of the deep, her voice and then you go high and how have these people shaped you as an artist i mean i draw from everybody that i love and i respect and everybody that you name i i respect as an artist mary j blige um i've been listening to her since i was a kid so you know she definitely has influenced me i love frank i think frank is like the best writer in the world so whenever i get a chance to work with him i'll just be i'll be a fan i just be like sitting back listening to the music he'll play me like all his music and i'm just like this is amazing. Um, but everybody influenced me and everything that I've been through influences me. So you'll hear like aspects of like gospel. That's because I grew up in church. You'll hear aspects of jazz. I'm not sure where jazz came from. <laughs> oh, it sounds good. And especially like I remember the BET Award and the Essence Festival 2017. You just get on there. You start vibing. It's a mood. I just love music. So like, you know, like you never know what's going to come out. It just depends on like how I'm feeling at the time. And I, I what I don't want to be is constricted to one particular sound. I want everybody to feel good. And music is about feeling good. So it doesn't matter if you singing classical or if you singing gospel it gotta feel good and so that's that's all i'm worried about um are you happy of you releasing the this uh ep <laughs> this ep this ep uh right now because a lot of artists i know held back due to covid and you know you can't go on tour or everything but to you who's such a homebody um is this a kind of cool like you could be like girl you don't even know if i'm in shorts right now because you know, <laughs> i always say that nobody has probably has pants on <laughs> nobody gonna see my my, my uh, kneecaps <laughs> same, same. I'm out here. You don't even know what's under this computer, but are you happy to have, like, is it more comfortable for you to release it right now? Because you don't have to do, you, you can do a press tour. Look at you with your flowers. It is comfortable for me. Yes. Uh, because I am a homebody. I wasn't think, thinking about that though, but what I do feel like is happening is because people can't move around so much, people are, are kind of forced to like kind of sit still and, and listen to a project. And because mine just came out, I feel like people are more attentive um, than maybe if they had like different things to do. So I feel like it was a good time um, to drop this project and for people to really kind of get into a project again and, and like listen to it and fall in love with it and fall out of love and back in love. You know, like I feel like it's good for everybody as far as like, you know, their mental. I compare this EP, honestly, I, I'm, I turned 26 uh, in March. And uh, when Scissor dropped Control, I think that was like life changing for a lot of women growing up because it hits so different. And I honestly compare this to that. Like, 
Oh, I appreciate that because SZA is amazing. SZA is an amazing writer. I actually want to do some stuff with her. So, oh, the world is your oyster, sis. <laughs> like you did it. And I want to talk about real quick. She said, the Super Bowl? Girl. She said, she said oh, shit. <laughs> Super Bowl? Man, I can't believe it. I was definitely not expecting that call at all um i'm still shocked i'm still speechless like i just put my project out like two weeks ago so like i'm sitting here like you know hoping everybody enjoys it and you know doing the interviews and stuff like that that's the lane i'm in i was not expecting to get a call like oh you've been asked to do the super bowl i'm like oh, are you me <laughs> so i'm excited i'm i'm excited that's like the biggest stage so i'm i'm excited in a place where back in the day, R&B used to be, uh, we love R&B, but it never went mainstream, never went on mm -hmm. the radio. And now we're in a beautiful time where you have Janae and her, uh, No BS is the number one song. And R&B is coming to the forefront. And you are now dropping this project when R&B has so much highlight on it. And I think one of the best parts about this is uh, before I used to be like, yeah, Jasmine Sullivan, I love her. And now I have people coming up to me like, have you heard this? So you are gaining fans across the, all different kinds. And now you are in the forefront of R&B, which is now in the highlight of pop culture. And now you are going to be taking over one of the biggest stages in America. How do you feel? Did you know that it, you were going to be our it girl? No, not at all. Um, I did not know. I, was, I wasn't even super confident while I was making a project. Like I never had a moment where I was like, oh, this is going to hit them. Because um, I was going through a lot like... Um, making it i had like writer writer's block and stuff like that um so i just feel like it's just about timing and i feel like god has really just decided to bless me in this way and i just hope that um i can do my part and carry out the things that i'm supposed to carry out and um you know get people to understand that r&b is the backbone of music and and um we deserve the spotlight and and our stories deserve to be told especially women and especially black women and and um i'm just here to do my part hey you about to get antoinette a date <laughs> you see that? You hook her, up. For her podcast she has a podcast called round the way curl so she's trying to do um an online uh dating thing so hopefully she gets some she she gets some good guys to register is okay <laughs> is rashida okay is she good rashida's good rashida's grown rashida was 21 when that story happened rashida's significantly older now so that's another thing about it is that like you know we grow like she was a kid when that happened you know what i'm saying like yes of course you make mistakes like okay. that when you are 21 and 22 you like you know you out there up in the world when you get 30 and 40 and stuff like that, you're supposed to learn from me. Um, I just hope, I hope sis made it through because I was hurting for her. She good, she good. <laughs> alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Um, okay, I want to play a quick little game with you before we get out of here because I feel like you're so dope, you're so low key, you be to yourself and ev like, this is not me interviewing you, by the way. Uh, this is me and all my friends interviewing you. When I said I had this, it was everybody collectively being like, we wanted to ask her this, we wanted to ask her that. Like people love you as a person as well. And I, I just want to ask you a couple things. Some are going to be, in the beginning, it's going to be quick, yes or no, some relationship stuff. And I know you're happy in a three-year one right now. So I'm going to need you to pull back from the past. I'm going to need you to 
to pull it back, and then some is just to kind of get to know you just a little bit, nothing crazy. Are you ready? Okay. okay. And your lashes says, damn, look Thank good. You. Every time you look down, I'm like, go crazy. Okay. Um, <laughs> have you ever, Miss Sullivan, went through a man's phone? Yes. And I regret it. Did you find what you thought you find? Because they say, don't go look in, or you're going to find whatever. Yes, that's why I regretted it, because I found what... You know what? The thing is, to be honest, sometimes I can be a little aloof, right? So I was just, I really, honestly, now he, he doesn't think this, but I really wasn't even paying attention to what I was doing. I kind of just was on his phone. I don't even know why I had it. I wasn't looking for anything, hmm. but I found something. And I was very shocked because I wasn't looking for it. But, I, but now, no, I would never even touch. I'm like, I'm not even going to go there because I don't want to see it. Mm. You say, what was you, what was you switching the music on the airplane and you just saw I wasn't doing nothing. I just was, I don't even know what I, why I even had it. Maybe that was my spirit. My intuition told me to pick the phone up. <laughs> Get that phone work in it. <laughs> Have you ever lied for one of your friends? Like if, if Donna, you know, Donna was doing something and, and homie called, you was like, I don't, I ain't seen, you know, have you lied for your friend to protect your squad? I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure I had okay, thousands good. of times. <laughs> Hey, listen, as we should, now we'll do it to the death of me. What? Yeah, we ride for our friends. I ain't seen her, I ain't seen her since last year, bro. She got, she got the COVID. Exactly. Um, have you, uh, uh, bust the window, <clears throat> have you ever damaged an ex's property or, or someone you've been dating's property? Yes. We love to see it. That's the Aries. Go crazy. Um, yeah. About the Aries, what do you think is the most Aries thing about you? Or like, what is one of your most like, what is a toxic trait of yours? Because let me tell you this, you, ed you started the EP with bodies and you ended it queen with you gonna make a hoe out of me. And this is my interpretation of it. Did you say that? And that's almost like us not taking accountability for our actions in a way you made me a hoe. I didn't even want to be a hoe. Oh my God. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I thought about that one because I, I, I as well was like, do I buy those Balenciagas that are $800? But then this girl who I know just got a trip, got, he got her to Balenciagas. And now I'm like, am I being finessed buying them? Or I don't want to admit about the accountability thing. Um, you saying I, we, we put the blame on somebody? <laughs> well, slightly, low key, sis. Yeah, look, there's a person. All right, I'll take it. I'm still growing. I'll say that. I'm I'm, I have to get to my higher self. <laughs> oh, this, is your, this is my higher self coming through. Yes, you did that. I didn't do that. That was, me. That was just... <laughs> Have you ever created a Finsta to stalk somebody? Like, Finsta is like the... a Finsta is a, a fake Instagram account. So, like, you don't want to. Oh, go... yeah. Yeah. You still got it? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Shout out to my sister. She, got, she made a cat, an Instagram, her cat, an Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why is Jarvis looking at old boy stories? Yeah, that is silly. <laughs> um, okay, I want to know real quick. You gave us a reality show 2015. What is your favorite reality show? Because I know I'd be watching the hip hops, the Real Housewives. What you on? Um, probably the Real Housewives. <gasps> it, it's usually Atlanta. Um, I like Beverly Hills too because I like. Really? They're so rich. I just like seeing their lives. pump, <laughs> and uh, you watched the new Housewives of Atlanta last night. You know, yeah. they, they want Kenya said, "I'm I'm gonna get a a, a private jet for a four hour flight." Y'all y'all take the Sprinter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, not love, 
I love that show. Um, what is uh, what's a guilty pleasure of yours? Uh, probably reality shows. Like I barely watch regular TV. I got to get out of that. Like I'd be like all reality show. Um, are you a plant mom? Because in all of your uh, acoustics and just your vibe, your aura is so beautiful. Like you be at, like, what you be doing? Like you be, you have a coloring book to keep you so. Girl, active. I'm a fake ass plant mom. Okay, I, I, I want to be. That's where my spirit is. But like my hand, my hand ain't there. My spirit's there, but my hand ain't there. So I love plants. I love them. I love what they do for the ambiance. But sometimes I just kill them, and I don't even need to. Yeah, so in that, I try. Yes, I do, but it's just hard to keep up all the time. So I end up having to replace them. But I love like just how they make me feel. They're so beautiful. So I'm like in between. I got to learn how to really take care of them. Cause I, all of you, your aura. I don't. You just be so. You inspire me because you're just living in your truth and you're owning it, and it's different in a way. It's not different, but you're speaking to us who don't always get acknowledged in mainstream. And I just, I want to say thank you. What is your go-to drink? Like what you sipping on? You going henny? You going tequila? Like what? What? What, what you? What you doing? I really don't drink super hard anymore. I drink like wine. I do like framboise, like this. Um, what is the type of? It's like a beer, but it's like a raspberry flavored beer. But I don't drink heavy too much anymore because I get tired. Let's like. When I was younger, I used to get drink. Now at 33, it puts me to bed. So, like, <laughs> I can't. Um, what kind of friend are you? If we all out, are you, you dipping out? You dipping out, going to do whatever you want to do? Are you staying for the turn up? Are you, you know what I mean, security guard for the girls? Are you, you know, what, what, what's, what's the role you play in this community? Because this EP is such about community. What friend are you? Um, I definitely don't dip out. I stay with my friends to the very end I, to make sure that everybody's good. Um... Um, I'm boring now. I used to be like fun and I used to like, you're not, I used to go out and like get drunk and pass out. They had to take care of me, but now I, I, I can't do that stuff no more. I just can't do it. So I'm a little boring. So I think now I'm just, I'd be watching and making sure everybody. Okay. (laughs) I'm driving. (laughs) I'm driving. That's what you are. I'm driving. My role, my role is switch. (laughs) Uh, what is your uh, cheat meal? Cause I know you went like, what is it? Vegan or you? I'm you, vegan, yeah, but I'm a bad vegan now. I was at first. I was alkaline, which follows follows um, Dr. Sebi's um, rule for eating, um, and that was like super clean. It was like no nothing processed. Now I eat like all this processed food, so I'm not really good. So my cheat meal is like anything that's vegan and processed, like, and French fries. I eat like French fries, it's too much. I gotta get it together. On top, the truffle go crazy. Mm. <laughs> when are you your most happiest? Um, well, I'm my most happiest now if I'm like around my mom and my dad together. Like when I'm with my family, I'm my most happiest. At, at some point, I'm sure it probably was like on stage, like on tour and like performing in front of everybody. But now it's like when I'm when I'm around my family and we're laughing, that's my best time. Oh, before we go, I just I, I just want to um, once more time reiterate uh, for, for people who have been Jasmine Sullivan fans for so long. I know for a minute you said that 
you felt unworthy, unworthy of the success, and, and you, don't, you don't feel like you deserve it, um, which means that our comments come and go sometimes. You don't, whether they're good or bad, to keep your mental sanity safe. But uh, I want to know, now in this time, in this full circle moment where you are finally getting your flowers for not only dropping a beautiful project, but for all the work that you've ever done, gaining new fans uh, and, and uh, being there for your old fans, are you now, is it coming through? Is our words and our passion for you, are you able to receive that right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing it. Um, a part of me still feels like I want to focus inward on like how I feel about myself and making sure that no matter what's coming at me from the outside, that it's an inward thing that I believe in, that I know. And that's probably part of the reason why I kind of block out all of that. But I feel like I, I know more and I'm knowing more because my relationship with God is growing and God, you know, tells you. He lets you know all the time how special you are and how you're meant um, to do certain things. And everything that's happening for me in my life is like confirmation that this is what I'm supposed to be doing and this is what he wants me to do. So um, I feel like as long as I keep my source together, that I'm, I'm able to hear it and receive it better. Uh, just look how far you come, sis, from like Thank you. windows to reality show to you almost this. this if you would have, you know, kind of. You, you almost may have not even came back, you know what I mean, if you didn't feel like it. So I just want to say uh, thank you so much for giving us this project. Uh, I feel like after this interview, I have to now level up in my life. So <laughs> thank you for allowing me. You good, story. girl. You good. How old are you again? I, I turned 26. Yeah, girl, you're a baby girl. You got oh, time. Girl, I, I just think I'm going to bed at 10 o'clock now, and, and your music making me cry. I'm like, why the hell am I crying now all the time? <laughs> Like, I was supposed to be getting to this bag. Like, I'm snatched for what? To sit in the okay, house? Okay, well, no, you still got to get to the bag. If it's one thing, I hope you learn from the project is get to the bag, okay? Hey, hey, listen, I'm getting to that price tag because guess what? I ain't never being broke no more. Uh -huh. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for sitting down with me. I love you. Inshallah, when you come to Denver, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see you live. I can't wait to connect with you. I consider you a friend. Um, Thank you, Queen. And, uh, Thank you. That's all success. And uh, good luck in, 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 at the Super Bowl. Thank you. I enjoyed this. Did you? Do you have any yes. questions for me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Girl.